0: Now. Dan Hampton, the Hall of Fame bears defensive tackle who specialized in making opposing quarterbacks see long white tunnels of light with ghostly lost relatives saying, go back. It was just a sack.
1: Ned.
0: Obradovich, the Bears legend who is picking off passes and grinding offensive linemen into powder while you are still wearing tough skins and drinking tang. Glenn Kozlowski, the one-time Bears receiver who could catch a pass and a dive, then celebrate four rows up in the stands with the pretzel vendor. Mark Harmon, a confident, independent young man with skills in communication and teamwork. He's what? He's getting married. Don't forget that. This is the Chevy Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN Radio.
2: Well, that's about as bad of a way to start a season as you can. Packers beat the Bears 10 3. Welcome into Hamp, OB, and Kaz presented. By your Chicago land and Northwest Indiana Chevy Dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Rough night for Matt Nagy, rough night for Mitchell Trubisky, rough night for the Bears. Hampo, you want to start?
3: Well, you know, I you know we, we were in here on Monday and we we talked about what was possible because of the fact that, you know, we're old school and we know the importance of Of preparation and Ob, you saw a team, and you can hang this one right on that that head coach, and you know that visor. Take that visor off and hang this right on him because, and you brought this up as we walked in. This offense, this this offense that earned him Coach of the Year honors last year, right? Okay, well, one touchdown in the last eight quarters of NFL action. No, we're going to break it down, but I'm telling you, OB, this is, this is beyond the pale. In all phases of the game, the Green Bay Packers came in here and whipped our can, but more importantly, we had no answers. And from the head coach, to the quarterback, to the rest of the team, hang this one on, Matt Nagy.
4: Well, there's, there's so many ways to go negative here, which I never thought was going to happen. I truly thought the 100th season, the Chicago Bears, this town backs this team come hell or high water. And what happened last season, the last game of the year, at home against the Philadelphia Eagles in our first playoff game in eight or 10 years. And we go, what you had mentioned, Dan. First quarter, no touchdowns. Second quarter, no touchdowns. Third quarter, no touchdowns. With about two minutes to go in the fourth quarter, we finally score a touchdown. We open up at home again. The 100th season. The 100th in the National Football League. George Hallis, the founding father of the National Football League. You got this city waiting for him. Everybody thought that... Packers and of all people, the Packers are coming here. And we're going to tear them apart. At least that's what I thought. And to go again, first quarter, no touchdowns. Second quarter, no touchdowns. Third quarter, no touchdowns. Fourth quarter, no touchdowns. You got to be kidding me! What is this guy thinking of? These guys were not prepared. And and when I think about it, Danny and Mark. When I go back and I saw looked at the, all the exhibition games, did you see our starters? All that shucking and jiving and laughing, juking around on the sideline. Now it comes to the real deal, and Nagy did not have this team prepared to play the opening game of the hundredth season of the National Football League. That was an absolute joke. Let's bring Kaz into the conversation. Kazi,
5: good evening. Your opening well, thoughts? Yeah. Um, you know, that's what happens when you don't prepare. That's what happens when you don't practice or actually play in a game. And I understand now why New England, it was has won six Super Bowls. Because they actually prepare their players and they do the fundamentals right. Hey, when Glenn, you have a third and forty one. Third and forty one, guys, think about that. How 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 bad are you? What are you doing? And, you know, BU and all that other stupid stuff, this guy, that, that was just like that somebody just took a big, uh, you know, uh, but dropped something out of the sky right on the, the, the entire city because this was an embarrassment. It was a joke.
4: Glenn, in New England, you mentioned New England. You know who played in the exhibition season? A lot of their starters. Tom yeah, Brady. I know. Tom Brady played in the, in the exhibition season. The MVP of the National Football League last year. Patrick Mahomes, who we passed up. The MVP of the league. He played in the exhibition season. None of our guys. Nobody played. No
1: No. wonder when they
4: went out there tonight and played like, I "I uh, don't know how to play football game.
5: This is the new NFL, and the Green Bay Packers, let's don't applaud them either because they stunk on offense as well. I mean, you saw just a bad football game. And it it was it was tough to watch. I don't even like watching it. It's so I mean it it's, it's disgusting. What well, they and did I tonight, think I give the defense credit, but I mean honestly, it was just a horrible game for both teams. I they agree. were terrible.
4: I agree, Glenn. You Go ahead. You
3: know, and, and and you know, all the fans as you're getting in, into your cars and and you're thinking, how did this happen? Well we told it's you how no it's not we told you how it's going to happen and we said hope against hope that this doesn't blow up on him And you know what? If the Bears would have played great tonight, then Matt Nagy could have said, Hey, I've reinvented pro football. We don't, we don't need to practice the, you know, the practice games, the preseason games where you actually work on timing. You work on staying low and you block people and you actually develop some type of consistency on the offensive side, on the defense. You know, Hey, I'll tell you this. Khalil Mack was invisible tonight and he's the best player we got. He wasn't ready to play. I'm just telling you, Akeem Hicks, he would be embarrassed watching this film. I'm just telling you, they will say to themselves, quietly in the corner of the locker room, you know what? Yeah, we kind of like being cool and not having to play in the preseason, but you know what? We weren't ready. We were not prepared from top to bottom, and you know who probably needed it more than anyone? The quarterback. And guess what? At the end of the game, when you have to have some place, you got to put the ball on the receiver. He was high. He was throwing it wild, and we all know about the interception that killed the last drive,
4: the I, second to the last. I, drive. I just, I, I'm absolutely it's, flabbergasted. It's, yep, it's and, just, it's at what, what went on here tonight? I, I this, if you look at it, new people there were at the game and watched it on television. This team was not prepared. They weren't. They were not prepared. How the hell do you go four quarters in the National Football League and really you're not playing a juggernaut for your home opener at home of the 100th season and you can't score one touchdown? It's embarrassing, guys. It is, and there's
5: really nothing to say other than, you know, one game doesn't make a season, but... um It might have been the worst start I have ever seen by a team that supposedly had all the right pieces. And let's call it what it is. That quarterback is going to continue to be inconsistent until they actually get some timing. He's, He's not that good.
3: He's, He's not, just not. Yeah, and you know what? He, he should have had a couple more picks in he the should. first half. But at the end of the day, some of the plays that he was trying to make on the side, he was throwing the ball too wide on the field. You know, you've got to be able to give your
4: receivers a chance to keep the possession in bounds, right? Well, not unless your receivers, your your receivers are nine foot six, then you might have a chance. Uh, the best line of the night was OB in the fourth quarter turns to me and
3: goes this is our offense in 1963. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, this it's is an true. offense that has scored one touchdown and two regulation NFL football games. Anywhere else, that would be a, an outrage. But this team with the best receivers, we got all the we, you know, we got a three-headed monster in the in the backfield. No, our offensive line, guys are getting new 50 million dollar deals. They didn't block anybody. The the Packers rebuilt their entire defense with six new starters, nobody's and guess what? They fed it to us all night.
4: Not, you know, that, you it's unacceptable. Go, I, I, brought up about about the Philadelphia Eagles going with maybe a couple minutes ago where he finally scores a touchdown. And that's in the playoffs. And that's at home against a team that you can beat. You should have put four touchdowns. Four in that game. And you come back, open up the hundredth season. I know I'm talking repeating myself but I can't help it. I don't know where else to go. I cannot believe how stupid, how st- absolutely stupid. You talk about a game plan? What game plan? I, I am absolutely, I, Danny, I thought we were going to come out there and absolutely crush the Packers. You're going to come in there, okay, we're going to give you a beating of all beatings, and look at what happened. Not prepared to play football. Again, Four quarters. How the hell do you go four quarters in the opening game of the twenty nineteen season? And you mean to tell me you can't even score one touchdown? Not one. Mark Harmon could score three times oh, well, on a Thursday night at
3: a convent, well, and we can only get nothing out of it. Well, hold on.
2: I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Mark Harmon could do if it's fourth and ten. At the Green Bay 33, and it's the third quarter, and it's a 7-3 game, and Eddie Pinero booted a 30-some-odd yard field goal right down the middle, you kick the field goal! You make it a one-possession game! I don't understand what Nagy was doing there. At the end of the first half, the Bears had the ball deep in their own territory with 45 seconds to go. They're running out of bounds on two-yard passes. Next thing you know, they're punting again. Packers have it in midfield. They threw a Hail Mary. Could have been a touchdown. Nagy Not only as far as having him ready, his game management tonight was horrendous. It was like he had never coached football.
3: You you kicked the field goal. What are you doing? Well, but Mark, at the end of the game, it's still a one possession you know game. Okay. So I'm just saying, you know, we sat here and beat on this. That was a one possession game to tie. Exactly. I'm just saying. We beat on this on this desk week after week after week. Go to the end zone, try and score. Unfortunately, when you try to score, you don't throw into double coverage and throw it five yards over the top of the receiver's head.
5: Boy, yeah, I, that's I, it. I, I mean, it
3: it was you know it.
5: Look, it, it this is the new NFL, and it just it's really it's not enjoyable to watch. I'm just telling you guys. I, I mean. You know, we could uh, imagine if the Packers, if the Packers scored ten points, and really, that was the ten ugliest points I'd ever seen scored. Uh, it, they, know, had one they, drive. they had one drive. They had minus twelve yards at the end of the first quarter.
2: Aaron Rodgers was eighteen of thirty tonight for two hundred and three yards, one touchdown. He was sacked five times. I mean, yeah, he, he but did, guess
3: what? They want to know. Well, that's true. You Make a play to win the game. You
5: win. But the defense the game. had to score. That, you know, you said it. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the week, Dan, you said, uh, you know, you, you can't have your defense um, score touchdowns and turn the ball over and give you a short field. That's why they were 12-4 and last year. Defense, they get a turnover tonight. They lose. That, I mean, that's just how it works. This offense is horrendous, and Matt Nagy, whatever you want to say about him, that was embarrassing what he did tonight. And that offense should be ashamed of themselves. I mean, it, it was. they shouldn't even get paid. It was so bad.
2: David Montgomery is supposed to be the you know it's it's early it's his first game he's a rookie I don't want to I don't want to kill the kid but he you know they're supposed to be the the big time running back now six carries eighteen yards Mike Davis five carries nineteen yards but
3: offensive line I got to tell you if, yeah. if you want to hang it on someone besides Matt Nagy hang it on the offensive line I mean early in the game yeah, they were they, gave, they gave up pressure Kyle Long the worst game I've seen him play in a long time but you know why he's six six. He hasn't been staying down and getting his 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 pass pro techniques. He was standing up and they were running by him. And those are simple things that you work on in training camp, but then you hone it in a preseason game when somebody's really coming off the ball. I, I'm just I, I mean this is just such it, it's so simple now in hindsight to say why why do you think that you're smarter than everyone that's ever coached in the NFL. And now, oh, well, you know, Cam Newton twist his ankle, so everybody's going to play the scrubs and wait for the opener. No, 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 not so fast. This offense, this team, this quarterback, they need it desperately. They, they missed an opportunity to prepare to become great,
4: to become champions. Now we are in a hole and looking for answers. Let me tell you something. What what the Bears deserve right now is is what they're getting from us, and I'm sure from other other uh, supposedly pundits in this game, and from the from the press, the print press, the television, etc. You want to know what you guys deserve it? That coaching staff deserves it, <clears throat> and I'll tell you another thing: you players deserve it. You do to let this happen again is unbelievable. But, Danny, I just go back when I mentioned to you again, from that, from that game against Philadelphia, we only scored one touchdown with a couple of minutes to go, and the first three, don't even score a touchdown. The opening game now, and you don't score one touchdown, what the hell have you been doing in the offseason? What are you doing in training camp? What have you been doing that's getting prepared for this last week for the Green Bay Packers to come here? What were you doing? Well, the punter got a nice workout tonight, right?
5: He's yeah. got to be the sorest guy on the team. Paddle
2: oh, Donald was great. He punted
5: the ball away.
2: Guy was amazing. All right, hey, quick timeout here. Uh, got full phone lines. Everybody wants to jump on in here. 312-981-7200. Yeah, we will uh we'll be with you till yeah. midnight. Hang in there, callers. We're going to get to you. Quick timeout 720
3: WGN. If you don't raise the bar, nobody's going to try to give you anything extra. You got a demand it.
0: The Chevy Hampton OV Show with Kaz, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com, right now on WGN Radio.
2: Hampton being and Kaz presented by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Go ahead, Hampton. Hey,
3: you know what? Before we get to the callers, hey, folks, let me just tell you something. You know, you know perception sometimes you think it's reality or whatever these kids for whatever reason and i've been around them a little bit this summer and it's almost like they thought they were on the cusp of going to the super bowl and everything was cool and everything was great and and they were walking around like they're eight foot tall and and guess what they forget hey sometimes you have to pay a price to be great and you know what tonight Nobody was ready because they had not paid a price, and at some point they better wake up. And that's that—that's you. What you hang on the coach? He did not demand them to be prepared, and he was the the main reason because he refused to play him in the preseason to give him a chance. Like I said, I'll guarantee you, Khalil Mack, and he probably won't say anything, but I'll guarantee you he'll say, "I wish I could have played in the preseason. I would have been a lot better." Because he was invisible tonight. Three. You, know, was, I mean, it was it was
5: embarrassing. Um, even though you could say, okay, they really shut down the Packers. It, it, you know, when you don't, when you, don't if you don't score a touchdown, you're not going to win. Let, let's just call it what it is. Right. But you're right. Our best player was tired most of the night. You could see it. He wasn't prepared. He wasn't uh, ready to go, and he wasn't
3: ready to play four quarters. He didn't have his moves, and what what created all those turnovers was pressure on the quarterback. We didn't get it. We had a few sacks. Uh, Robinson Harris, I mean, he played pretty good. Eddie Goldman played some in flashes, but overall you got to be able to force mistakes, and we didn't force anything.
2: I thought the stud of the night was Leonard Floyd. We can do the Time for the Muller Game-Changing Moment, sponsored by the the Muller Auto Group of family-owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurnee, Hoffman Estates. Muller Automotive, you will not be disappointed. I think
3: it's the second uh, series of uh, the second half. We have third and inches, and instead of running a quarterback sneak or a dive or bring a fullback in and, and do it the old-fashioned way, well, guess what? We're going to go in the shotgun and do a little read option thing with the quarterback, and guess what? He, he gets sacked.
2: That play was disgusting.
3: And and guess what? Now we punt. If we get that first down, who knows? Maybe we could get something rolling, uh, get some consistency, but no, we got to get cute,
4: and we get it stuffed up our nose. Well, and- those things you should have found out before you played your first game. That's why there's four exhibition games, okay? You've been given time to go out there and play. Do they have to play... Every play of every exhibition game, no, no, they don't. But you got to get them in some plain condition in some plain plays, right? Even a series, right?
5: Let, let's be honest. You, you, you play one or two series in the first game. You, you, you play a, a series in the second game, third game. You, you go a little bit longer, but you know you can make that decision. But you got to play. You, you got to get in game speed, game situations sweat a little bit, and actually exert yourself in order to play well.
3: It's just how it works. And guess what? Our offense scored zero points in the preseason games. The Their starting offense, zero points in the preseason. So why is this a mystery?
2: Let's take some calls here. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Dave is in Florida. He's been waiting the longest, so he gets to go first. That's how it works. What's up, Dave? Welcome to WGN.
1: Hey, guys. I was totally disgusted by
6: tonight's performance. If you go back, and let me ask this to Mr. Hampton. Back in 84, when you guys lost in that initial playoff game and you guys came back, you guys didn't you guys have to work even harder the next year to get ready to make it for the 85 championship year?
2: Hang on, David. First of all, they didn't lose the first playoff game, though they beat the Redskins on the road.
3: We beat, went in and beat the defending Super Bowl champions in Washington, so we had a little juice, then we go out and lose. But that next training camp... It was like a death march. We uh, there were eighteen fights a day. We couldn't wait to get to the regular season. It was just it's just, it, it, it's, it's it guys and and you only get so many chances when everything is kind of in place and to be unprepared is like taking you know a Lamborghini to the racetrack and you don't even put it around the track one time before the race. Well,
2: let's look back to the way they've gone about their offseason. They made such a huge deal about. The miss kick and the double donk and Cody Parking. and we're going to do all we have all this kicking competition. It's like looking at it now. That was just one part of it, man. Your offense was not good enough. It never.
4: As Ed, when that Ed has been saying year. that all
5: winter. I mean, Ed said it all, you know, he said it, Ed said it he the did. best. He goes, You can't win if you only score seven points. You can't win a football game doing that.
3: And it should never come down to the blasted kicker, never. especially when you're playing a crap defense that the Packers has run out there for the first time ever with six brand new starters. Probably didn't know what they're doing if you would have been able to schematically wear them out in the first half, they would have been in disarray.
2: Let's get Mike in Rockford on 720 WGN. Hampton will be with Cos with you all season long. Some pre's, some posts. We're here for you. What's up, Mike? Go ahead.
4: Guys, I am so ticked off.
6: And you know, you know something? The Green Bay Packers can rest Aaron Rodgers. The man's the best quarterback in right. the league. The guy was fine. Uh, what has Mitchell Trubisky proven? What is this guy? Nothing but a mediocre, if even that, quarterback, in my opinion. He's got some... Ball skills. He can ru- You know, he can rush when he needs to rush to avoid. I, you guys, I'm just disgusted by it. The whole thing is ridiculous. It was the most pathetic dom- uh, dominant uh, uh, dominance by the Green Bay Packer defense. Because uh, was it the Packer defense guys that looked so good, or was it the offense of the Bears that looked so bad? But I all I could tell you is the offense was freaking horrible, man. I mean. There's there's it no worked. excuse for it. I, I played high school football. We could have beat the Bears. All right, Mike.
2: That Appreciate was
3: that was. Yeah, we got you. Hey, the Packers put a boot in our ass, and you know what? And that that you hang it on Nagy. Unprepared.
5: The, yeah. If, I, there's, if, I mean, there's no – it stops there. And, you know, Ryan Pace too. Let's include him. Because, you know, you saw my a uh, little coy and cute talking about, we're very comfortable with what we're doing with our players in the preseason. You know, I mean, it's like you know, you're, you're 30-something years old. Just shut up and learn the damn game. It's not hard.
4: Well, the only thing I'm going to say is, again, the last two games – that you score one touchdown, and if you don't think that we have a problem, then you're not thinking correctly in, in the world of professional football. We've got a huge problem, folks. A uh, huge, and you think it's going to get cured overnight or the next week or the next week or two? We haven't done a damn thing since that game, Philadelphia Eagle game. Nobody's hit anybody, nobody's done anything. And when it came right down to the game tonight where, my God, it did count. Every play, every second, every minute of this game counted, and we did not show up. We did not show up. And again, <clears throat> I, I I can't get it out of me or by me that how the hell can a professional football team in its last two games, in a playoff game, and to open up a new season at home again, and you can't score a Touchdown? Maggie, you should be run out of town. It's embar- you're right. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's it's
5: it's um, it's horrible. And you know, like we said, the defense has to win the game swarm, or or we're going to lose. And Dan, you said it best. You can't depend on your defense to score touchdowns. That's not the game. It's not the job. Not how it's played. It's simple.
2: All right, we got to take a quick time out, Erkazi. Appreciate you, my friend. Unless you're sticking around, are you sticking around? What are you doing over there? <laughs>
5: I, I want to just run my head through the wall right uh, now. Okay, That's well, what I want to okay, do. Okay, my, okay. I, I threw a you know, shoe at the tell. I, I was losing it tonight. I, I, I can't stand it. It drives me nuts.
2: All right. Well, uh, on to Denver, a week from Sunday. Quick timeout news coming up, 720 WGN. Man!
0: Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Coz. And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio.
2: Hampo B and Cause Indeed, sponsored by the Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy Dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. With you till midnight tonight, Green Bay beats the Bears, as you probably know by now. 10-3, your score. The Packers are 1-0. The Bears are 0-1. 7200 is the phone number. Uh, the Bears, are, of course, will not play again until a week from Sunday when they go to Denver and they'll see Vic Fangio. Think he has an idea on how to perhaps scheme for Mitchell Trubisky?
3: I would... Just, just uh, he's he's licking his chops after they, watching this they possibly debacle.
4: Start season 0-2? too. Tommy. They 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 could
2: and and perhaps might be favored to actually. I don't know. they could be a favorite in Denver. We'll see.
5: Uh, yeah, they should be. Denver's not good. Well, but okay, hey, we're not either. Yeah. So I, long, you know, I, I get it. We're long, not good either. Long
2: way to go. Let's get some calls in here. Pat and Lincoln
1: Park, welcome to WGN. Go ahead, man. Hey, guys, uh, I just want to say, Codds, O.B., Hampton, I love listening to you guys. And the thing is, um, the 63 and the 85 Bears, we always dominate and be the number one show in this town. Uh, today was really, really poor from the standpoint of, I think the quarterback, he regressed. If you looked at him, him dropping back, he's looking at the Mike Linebacker. He looked like he was going to lock on at the tight end and he takes off running. These are basic mechanics that you teach a high school quarterback. And then you had your middle linebacker. They used to drop Urlacher back and cover three because he was fast enough. If you remember that one tight end for Green Bay ran the seam route, and he was burned so bad that he kind of tackled him because it probably would have gone for a touchdown. So I think it's game plan and also the quality of guys they have out there. I think this guy, this Mike linebacker, he's not as good as you think he is. And two, Mitch, I think he's taken about four steps backwards, and I think it's very, very sad. He's not the guy. Thanks. He's not the guy. Thanks, Pat.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, Pat, you're exactly right. I mean, everyone saw it. He was late on his reads. He was late on his delivery, and a lot of times he would just lock onto one, you know, his first read, and when that wasn't available, then he, you know, try to get out of the pocket, and that was early in the game, and you know what. And I was watching the receivers; they weren't getting his open. And his, and late in the game, his accuracy was just pathetic. You, you again, you know, you have to put the ball on those receivers in a must, you know, a must make drive situation, and he, he was just throwing the ball erratic. It's just it's he doesn't have it, Dan. I mean, he doesn't have the it.
5: It's just what it is. We can. I, I, That's he I, hasn't progressed he he hasn't worked i don't think he's really paid the price and football is you know it's a it's a hard game to play I, I, and then when you don't when you don't actually play real uh, real games you're going to stink what what we saw is a group that hadn't been in real game situations and they looked like it
3: they were unprepared in all facets but here's the thing we got a field goal right well how many yards did we drive to get in position for the field goal 16-yard drive that paid off with a field goal. I mean, that's pathetic. Your only scoring drive, you only went 16 yards to get it.
2: I, I would quit with a couple things. Number one, as far as the caller saying that Mitchell Trubisky is, is regressed, to me it looks exactly the same. He locked down receivers last year. Sometimes he looks like he looks competent, and other times he looks like the worst quarterback in the NFL. How he didn't have, he threw one pick tonight. He should have had three, four,
3: five interceptions. Same guy to me. Yeah, but here's the thing how is he going to get better? By seeing it in real time live game action which you would get in a preseason type of an atmosphere you don't get it in practice when guys are going half speed I completely agree with that and the other side of it's like Kazir saying he hasn't worked
2: he has worked he's just not that good he's i'm sure yeah. i'm sure he's, you know he's i'm sure he's read every he's poured over the playbook a zillion times he's doing everything he possibly can dude's just not
4: that good let me just say something very quickly here how do you pass up Deshaun Watson quarterback at Clemson, two national championships. How do you pass up Patrick Mahomes rated basic as a one in a 20 year player and you move up from third in the draft to second in the draft give up your entire draft to draft this kid and after this game tonight in his third year with Nagy as his coach what does our future look like now guys? Not good. Inconsistent and in what you see,
5: what we saw tonight, it, it's it's going to be inconsistent, and I, I think we finally have to say it. He's just not very good. It's not that, you know, he's a really nice guy, Dan. Hey, we all love him, but guess what? I don't want him. Do you want to, you want to get in the uh, trenches with him and hope that he can win a game for you? He can't. He doesn't have it. L-
2: let's let's get Jerry in Minnesota here. Let's get some calls in, 312 981 What's up, Jerry? You, you a Vikings fan, Jerry, or a Bears fan parked in Minnesota?
7: I'm a Bears fan in Minnesota. Go ahead, man. Uh, Mr. Bisky, I mean, he's shown some flashes, but he just doesn't have that consistency. I mean, you can see he makes those reads real well sometimes, but other times, I mean, they were showing it. He had Allen Robinson wide open, couldn't make the connection on him, ran out, went out of bounds or threw an incompletion. He's just not doing it. And maybe the Bears need to consider, uh, making up a different pick for him before they have to, uh, reel him into a big contract like the other guys.
2: Thanks, Jerry. Look, he's not- Jerry.
3: That that's never going to happen. Hey, they they've married this kid, and they're going and they've coddled him to the point where it's ridiculous now. Hey, the kid needs every damn snap he can get in any kind of situation that could possibly make him better. But let me just tell you this: Kyler Murray, the kid that was drafted first overall, Arizona. And we don't know if he's going to be a great player, but somebody was talking about his accuracy, and you know what he said? Either you got it or you don't. No, yep. That kind of sends a chill up my back. I told you that. Hey, last it, year, that's true. what that kid you, said.
5: You, you have it or you don't have it. It's really simple, and you know Ed has been saying that for since you know they drafted the kid. He said his his fundamentals are off his he throws it high he throws it low even the one that, that the pass that they completed on third down and he threw it to Robinson over the middle it was a horrible ball that he threw i mean Robinson made a good catch and it was
3: wide open there was no pressure. Yeah. He still threw it bad. Yeah, and he breaks his fundamentals break down, and in those situations, he's a locked front leg thrower, which means the ball could go anywhere.
2: It's time to uh, grade the Bears' secondary. Let's get off Trubisky for a second. How was the coverage today? Sponsored by PPG Paints. For the best coverage,
4: Chicagoland Painters pick PPG. Thoughts on the secondary? The de- here, the defense basically all the way around. Okay, all 11 guys, whoever they were in at the time, they played well enough, did good enough, that you could win the football game. That was not the problem. I mean, were they flying around like they were last year? But don't forget last year, all those tip balls went right to our guys in full stride. All fumbles went right to our guys in full stride. That really didn't happen tonight. But still... The defense to me was there. You could have won this game tonight with our defense. Offensively, my God, how bad could you be? We'll give them a the name. Well, they were
5: terrible, no. right? And you know, listen, you give up ten points in at any level, you have a really good chance of winning, right? Let's just call it what it is. They, my point. The yeah. Greatest quarterback of all time scored ten points on you. It, that's yeah. that's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. See, it's a- Kazi, yeah, I just snipped you my bad. Uh Let's get a little read in here. Celebrating 25 years of Chicago's television's number 1 morning show. Watch a live two-hour special full of memorable moments on the WGN-TV Morning News 25th anniversary special. Tuesday night, September 17th at 7. Quick timeout, 312-981-7200.
3: Hey, this just in from Soldier Field. They're covering up the statues. <laughs> they're embarrassed now. They're going to re- put the tarp back on yeah, the you statues. Yeah, you want to know who's
4: covering them up? Oh, they came alive for 10 seconds to pull the tarp over over <laughs> that's who's pulling the, the. that's who's covering them up they just came back to life
2: uh, <laughs> quick timeout. 720
3: wgn if you don't raise the bar nobody's going to try to give you anything extra you gotta demand it
0: back to the chevy hampton ob show with cause sponsored by your chicagoland and northwest indiana chevy dealers at chevydrivechicago.com right now on wgn radio
2: Now it's regroup time for the Bears. Unfortunately, after one game, 10-3 Green Bay at Soldier Field. Hamp, OB, and Cos with you till midnight. Let's do Who Brought It, which is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois. The card to bring through it all. Who Who brought it? Who brought it? Nagy.
4: He brought it. He brought the plague. (laughs) Like that, Ed. Let's go with that. Okay. He, he brought it right, he brought, right down to the lowest brought, possible brought, position. He brought he it. brought the green plague. He did. Uh,
2: <laughs> Nagy yeah, I, brought the plague. That might be your best one, Ob, for who brought it. I don't know if you can top that or have top that. Good good work right there. That's strong. I'd give you if I could give you a raise, I would. Uh, I, on the positive side, so I to Todd. I, there, Yeah, am I'm, I'm sure he's open to more money. Why not, Allen Robinson? I thought for me, so I thought he was, I thought he was fantastic, getting himself open and creating space for allowing Mitchell Trubisky to actually complete a pass. Seven catches for 102 yards. I don't know. We've
4: got receivers. We've got some pretty good receivers. We just don't Anthony have a passing Miller attack. Is a good receiver. I mean, they do. You're right,
5: Ed. We got a lot of good receivers, but you got to throw the ball to them to have a shot.
2: I, I I'm not as sold on the receivers as you guys are, but I mean, listen, they've got weapons. I guess. compared
4: it. to what we've had, sure, but that's I mean, come on, we're not uh, compared. It's a, compared oh, no, it's a big upgrade. We listen, we can win with uh, these guys. Yeah, all right. Do you want the Packers wide receivers or ours? I'll take ours all day. Green Bay doesn't What's have good receivers,
2: but uh, you want
3: okay? I mean. The quarterback. There's the difference, okay. right? It's a quarterback league.
5: Yep.
2: All right.
3: Let's get. Some but he co- scores one touchdown, and that's all that's required to put us to
2: sleep. I, I don't see any. I don't see Odell Beckham out there. I don't see Julio Jones out there. I don't. I, I okay. Allen robbins is a good receiver. He's we not don't have yet. a guy
3: that can get him the ball anywhere. Hey, matter. will you move on from that? <laughs> I'm just. I'll <laughs> and,
2: move and, you know, on. Look as good call as, as
5: the defense played tonight. They were the great. reality of it is, they were not. They weren't ready. They just, you know, you, you got to do it. like we say. We're beating, I know we're beating this up, but it, it's it's always the same. If Sometimes, you don't pay Glenn, a price, you don't pay a price. You can't win, Ed. It's right, right. it's that
4: simple. Sometimes things are what they are, and that's what happened tonight. Sometimes right. things are what they are. Let's get John and Fox Lake on seven
2: twenty WGN. Go ahead, John. You're out with B being cause.
7: Hey, two things.
5: One today was very alarming to say the least, because maybe I'm wrong, but I was under the assumption that Mitch was working in the off season with the receivers, and man, nothing showed in terms of timing and anything else. The second part is with the coach, if you're seeing what's unfolding with your quarterback, don't you make adjustments in the second half of just calling? basic plays, Just let's just try and win this game. I mean, there's two things going on. You have a macro problem with Mitch, which hopefully won't be the case for the whole season unless you're in trouble. But then for the moment, from, for the game, don't you break it down simple and say, let's just call simple plays, dink and dunk, and try and just win this game and get out of here.
2: All right, John, appreciate the phone call.
5: Yeah, I, I, 100% right.
3: Well, see, and then, you know, you can't be prolific – at all times in all spots but i think what you're trying to say is find a way to create a drive and go and score a touchdown you know but again early in the game the packers kind of jumped on our offense and they were unprepared and our offensive line was was very inept the receivers were not getting open mitch was eyeballing getting the ball off late nothing was working but there was never any adjustments, and nothing ever came to fruition.
4: Dan, the Packers had a very aggressive defense. Yep. They came in which the last several years, I mean by that I mean three, four years, they have not been aggressive. They tried, but Clay Matthews lost a lot, but he's gone. But but I tell you what, with all these new players they got, and I saw the game against Kansas City, they're a very aggressive defensive team. They're quick, they're all over the place. Right. They're fast, too. Yeah,
3: they're, I mean, a, they're athletic, they fly around. We we didn't have an answer for it. And that goes back to who? The guy with the visor at night. Yeah, the head coach, <laughs> BU. BU. The Be green you. plague.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on to Chip in Glenview on 720 WGN, Hample being Guys, go ahead, Chip.
1: Hey, guys. like
6: calm down a little just waiting, but not only did the great Matt Nagy have his out-of-game-shape team prepared, he choked. His play calling was horrible. It was as bad the whole game as it was last year in the second half against the Packers when he, he refused to run the football. He continues to let Trubisky throw three out of four downs when He had no chance of connecting with any of these receivers. This guy, I'm so tired of the Trubisky-Hope talk. He's in his third year. He's got to do this this year. He is not ever going to be a top quarterback, and you guys see it. He eyes one receiver. If that receiver's covered, he either forces it into the coverage or he looks to run, and uh This guy doesn't have it. You know a good quarterback, a Rodgers, a Montana, any of these guys. You just know. A Pat Mahomes, a Deshaun Watson, you see it. You know it. And this guy's had three years of uh, whatever practicing in in practices where they don't even practice. They don't hit. They sit on the sidelines during the preseason in their jerseys, joking around. Uh, for three reducked. out of four preseason games, reducked and maybe reducked. even the first yeah. one, but... You know what? This offensive line was out of shape. The defense played good, but the DBs
5: were out of shape.
6: All right, Chip,
2: Chip, Chip. Okay, we're getting we're getting up on the. He's the right, here. I mean,
5: everything he said is right. Yeah, and Mark. And, I mean, what did he say that wasn't I'm not correct? saying. He's, I, well, yeah, sure, Chip. I mean, that was
2: a good call, over at, my friend. It was a good call. The show's and, over and, at midnight.
3: And guys, again, this was a one-score game virtually the entire game. It's not like we were behind and we had to desperately throw, throw, throw. We threw threw the ball 44 times. We ran it fourteen, but the two times that make you want to, you know, that makes you want to vomit is we're third and one and we go shotgun and we're trying to razzle dazzle instead of just getting the first down, trying to get some momentum. Sicking,
2: Chip, yeah. great, great call. We're gonna give you a fifty dollar gift card to Bartolini's. Who was back? I was dinner tonight. You guys, you guys it was it, awesome. It was amazing. as
3: always.
4: Bartoli- I got the Bartolini's raspberry barbecue sauce. Yeah, I haven't tried oh. it. Yet. Looks Guys, I can't
5: wait till next week to dig into that. Bartolini's, So they restaurant- better double up the order.
2: <laughs> Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Bake was family-owned and operated and offers the best Italian cuisine in Chicagoland. We love it. Watch all the games in their newly renovated bar and dining room with 24 beers on tap. 24 beers on tap is awesome. They're located at 144th and Pulaski in Midlothian. They offer catering and banquets 24 hours a day, seven days a week. you want to call Bartolini's, you can do that. 708-396-2333. They are home of the Bartolini 10-pound meatball sandwich challenge. We'll get back to the calls after the 1130 news, which is coming at you right now.
0: This is the Hampton OB Show with Cos, Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN
2: I'll be with Kaz with you till the top of the hour. I'm sticking around till one tonight, so we could continue talking Bears football if you like. Adam Hogue is at Soldier Field and witnessed this in person, which I guess uh...
3: is Dog the Bounty Hunter there to arrest <laughs> Nagy for impersonating a head coach. I don't, I don't understand.
7: I, I don't know that I've ever been this speechless about. Uh, a play-calling play ever. I, I, I have no idea how anyone can explain how Tariq Cohen went an entire game without a single carry, and David Montgomery, who went, I thought when he had the ball in his hand looked pretty good, had one carry in the entire second half. I just... It's absolutely mind-boggling. I know the offensive line didn't play that well, The quarterback didn't play that well. Every time they seemingly got into, you know, had a positive play, it was followed by not one but two penalties in a row, and that certainly makes it hard to run the football. But not a single carry for Tariq Cohen. When the last game we were sitting here talking about was how Tariq Cohen didn't touch the ball enough against the Eagles. I'm I'm honest, I, I don't even know what to say about it.
3: Well, what did the head coach have to say at the conclusion?
7: Yeah, well I asked him specifically about that and the lack of runs and he said it was the flow of the game and he referenced when they hit the pass to David Montgomery down the seam and that was a nice catch and uh, a big chunk and then they followed that up with multiple penalties right away and then he referenced the 3rd and 40 they had which was actually 1st and 40 um then 2nd and 40 and then 3rd and 40 and he said I don't have a play call for that. Well, You're also the head coach, you know, and like, you can't have your offense performing like that. I mean, I I mean, the penalties fall on you too. Um, the offensive line, I, I, it's, yeah, I, I don't know, but it's, I, it still comes back to me that you had, I believe 12, was it 12 total runs in this game and, and Mitch dropped back 53 times. And you're only down seven to three. It's not like you were trailing by multiple touchdowns and had to throw the ball down the field.
2: These are all great points. Absolutely spot on. I mean, and he's having the night that he's having, right? It's so a, right?
3: A, and Yeah. And, and, yeah. And we talked at length on Monday. Why is this game only a three-point game? Why, what's going on here? I mean, we're such yeah. a better team. I was talking to Mark Murphy. We all know he's the GM and blah. It, it, it was amazing how confident he was. And I said, "How you how you feel about your chances tonight?" He goes, "We'll be okay." Now, in hindsight, you know why he was feeling confident. He knew he was playing a team that was unprepared, and they could tell over the course of time, that if you don't do anything in preseason, you're going to come out and look like you're playing your first preseason game with 10 penalties, for 107 yards, all kinds of disarray on both sides of the ball.
4: It's kind of easy. You know what? uh, what, It's like the Bears and Nagy exemplified how not to go through a training camp and how not to be prepared for your opening game. It's like I I I you know what I I'm, I'm stunned I, I I don't have words to score one touchdown in eight quarters of football, of, excuse me, very meaningful football of which I'm speaking of, the playoff game against the Eagles, where you finally score a touchdown in the fourth quarter and opening 100 season at home against the dreaded Packers and you don't score one touchdown, not one and that's eight quarters of NFL football with you, Nagy, as a head coach calling the plays, and with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. You think we had? You think we just might happen to have a problem here?
7: Hey, and guys, you know, I, Kevin Powell from WGN, who was here tonight, was, asked me this as we were leaving the locker room. He said, is this worse than last year's opening loss to the Packers? In which they blew a twenty nothing lead, and I said yes. And 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 it's not so much the micro of just losing one specific game. This has when they lost last year, I still felt pretty confident about the team for the season because they moved the ball, the defense looked great until late. It still they still look like a good team. I am honestly worried about what I saw offensively tonight. Like it's the one thing that doesn't make sense. When, when people talked about the Bears being a hot team in terms of regression this year, and they were a popular pick to fall back down the earth from all these national writers, they kept pointing to the defense, like the defense was going to take a step back. The defense was fine tonight. The defense was great. Offensively, I never would have thought that they would have looked worse as a unit. You could have told me that Mitch Trubisky was going to play poorly tonight, and I would have believed it because actually most of his poor performances last year came in these these big night games, um, like against the Rams in December last year. But even in those games, they managed to score points. They found ways to move the football and win those games behind their defense. And tonight, they, they just looked inept offensively, and that has me worried more for the season. Like, what do you think Vic Fangio is going to do next week? You got to face Vic Fangio's defense, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller. Is it going to be Bryce Callahan that gets the interception at the end of the game to clinch the? I mean, it just doesn't. It 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 doesn't look good.
4: Hey Adam, you know the thing is, uh, you're talking about yeah, going to Denver to play. You you think like that head coach doesn't have a clue who the Bears' offense is? Watch out, my friend. Watch (laughs) out. What did what did
2: Nagy put it on after the game, Adam?
7: If anything, uh, to his, well, I mean, to his credit, he put it on himself more than more than anything. I mean, he whether it was play calling, whether it was not having the guys ready, whether it was the penalties. I mean, he did. He 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 took the blame and and he said he's got to be a lot better and um you know so he owned it. I'll give him that at least. But you know he still got to show results and and hope that at leads to improvement in week 2.
3: But yeah, you know, if you would have been told that we were going to be so inept tonight, you would have said we had we have to have a lot of bad luck. We it wasn't bad luck. You know, hey, the no. little kicker actually after a 16-yard drive actually made the field goal. <laughs> we score first. I yeah. mean, that's huge. What about what about the two interceptions that the Packers drop in the first half that would have been backbreakers, but even Akeem Hicks, late in the game, you know, basically trying to tear Aaron Rodgers' helmet off. And you know, I know, anywhere, any place on the planet Earth, you touch a quarterback in the face, you know, the head, at any time, anywhere, that's a penalty, and they didn't even call that. So I'm I'm saying we got a lot of good breaks, but we did nothing to, you know, try to exploit our good
2: opportunities. What did he say about not kicking the field goal in the third quarter?
7: He said it was beyond the distance that Chris Tabor, the uh, special teams coordinator, gave him. I mean, he—the the way it works—is the, the special teams coordinator tells them in both directions what the yard line is, and it makes it as easy on the head coach as possible um, in that regard. And apparently, what would it have been 51 yards—that 50 would have been 50-yarder, 50-yarder. Yeah. Apparently, that was beyond his range. But you know what? Let's even take the field goal out of the equation, which you certainly could have tried to kick. There wasn't much wind here tonight. Pinheiro has a huge leg. He could have made it. If, if you're not going to go that route, you should have punted then. Because your defense is playing great, and you pin Aaron Rodgers back. I, as Going for it on fourth down, to me there, fourth and ten, reeked of frustration. Like, oh, we were just down there. This should have been a touchdown drive. And, and it's just like refusing to give in and kind of doing just something crazy when the offense isn't making plays, the quarter. I mean, did anyone think they were going to convert a 4th and 10 there? So if you're not going to kick the field goal, you should have punted.
4: Hey, Adam, you I mean, agree. you mean to tell me that the special teams coached, told the head coach that for a 50-yard field goal, it's it's out of the question. This kicker we have can't make it. Then what? the hell is he doing on this football team? What is he doing on this football team if they don't have enough confidence for this kid to kick a 50-yard field goal? What is he doing on this team at this time and at this level? Why is he on this team? That's an answer I got for my special teams coach. And like Nagy didn't know that either before, Think of what I'm saying to you. Yeah, what You got a kicker, can't kick a 50-yard field goal? You don't even want to take a chance and even think positive and give him a shot? Where are we going with this team?
7: And the logic that doesn't make sense to me there is, so to not want to try the 50-yarder, you're talking about field position, right? You're going to give them field position. But you're giving them the field position if you go for it on 4th and 10, too. It, 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 you try. You got to try the field goal there or punt. I I, I really feel like those were the only two options. And A lot they of frustration. For it.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. Before you go here, Adam. Anything for Mitchell? What did he say?
7: Uh, Mitch was as down and disappointed as I've seen him in two plus years. Oh. Uh, now now with him being the the, the quarterback. Um, which I mean, I'm just pointing out the observation. That's what he is. Usually, he's come in there and. Um, you know, tried to maintain his confidence or whatever. And he he seemed he seemed down. He seemed crushed after what happened tonight. So I I almost looked at it as, as a little concerning.
2: Interesting. All right, Adam. Great stuff. Read him at WGNRadio.com. Uh, and uh, we will of course talk to you during the week here. When are you on next, Adam? Are you on tomorrow morning or next? Uh, whatever it is. Good question.
7: I'm on TV in the morning. I know that. I'm you know I'm day I'm day to day, guys.
2: I'm day to day right now. <laughs> All right, great stuff. Adam Hogg out at Soldier Field as uh, the Bears lose to the Green Bay Packers 36. by a score of. Why is that not working? There we go. As a, by a score of ten to three. Hey, insurance companies use lizards, ostriches to make us laugh. What happened to having an honest, smart human being? guide you check out jeffvook.com. That's right. Even at a loss, decades of experience nationwide is on your side.
3: Vuk! He's vomiting right now. Vuk, after Vuk, Vuk
2: is in a significant vomit, as are we all. All right. Bears lose the Packers 10-3. We keep the conversation going next. 720 WGN.
3: Man up about hey, it. Hey, put the ether can down for a second. It's
0: the Chevy Hampton OB Show with Kaz, And it's brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN Radio.
2: 720 WGN. I'm sticking around to one tonight. We might get some extra time with OB. Hamp's going to be hanging out as... uh we're all digesting. Who could
3: go to sleep after that? <laughs> after watching that horror movie,
2: jeez! It, it, it was uh, not what anybody wanted tonight. Let's do the defensive player of the game, sponsored by your local land. Your she's sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at Chicago dot com.
3: I, I, you know, I'll tell you, Kyle Fuller missed a couple of tackles early, but after the, he's kind of settled down, he played. Pretty darn good, and he had Devontae Adams most of the night, and he did a pretty good job. Uh, the rest of the defense, you know, Roquan Smith made a lot of tackles. He wasn't blocked. That's his job, run and make a tackle. But, uh, you know, Cal Fuller, uh, last year he he was extraordinary. He got off to a rough start, but tonight I kind of I like him. What well, do you think, Obi?
4: Uh, I kind of agree with you. I, I was like defensive player of the game. I would almost just basically give it to the entire defense because I thought, you know, my God, they did play well enough to win this game. They really. I mean, sometimes guys got beat and uh, whacked around a little bit, but that's football; it's going to happen. But I'll tell you what, that's guys. We have a serious problem here on our offensive side of the football. I mean, a real serious problem. You know, we just we didn't play a juggernaut football team. By the way, tonight, okay, we did not. And I just I, I can't get over. Oh, I should ask Adam. Did anybody ever ask Nagy about the game last year against Philadelphia? You scored one touchdown in your opening game, hundred season. You go four quarters and you don't score a touchdown in eight quarters. Of actual NFL play, you score one touchdown. Do you have a problem, Nagy? Do you have? I would ask him that. Do you have a problem? Well, we got to get better, Ed. That's what he'd say, right?
3: Well, think about this:
4: the offensive line. Hey, everybody's
3: millionaires. We got three backs that are supposed to be special. We got the best receivers we've ever had on a football team here in Chicago, and we can't score. We're we're inept
4: with the best. Greatest quarterback. So,
3: what's the missing link? Hello, all you people that want to Seriously. get mad at us for beating on.
4: Uh, Think the about what we're saying.
3: Hey, sometimes the truth hurts.
2: Let's uh, let's get John in Wisconsin here. It says he's a Packer fan, and we're gonna do it anyway. John, yeah. what's up, John? Go ahead, man. Yeah,
7: yeah hey, hey, I'm a Packer fan, and uh, you know, Bears big time rivalry. Like, I couldn't hate you guys anymore, but I respect your team you guys, I mean, your defense and the way that the game started was off the hook, and I'm just like, oh, God, we're going to get crushed. But you guys are going to kill us. That's what it looked like. You guys are going to kill us. And they you're running, and, and then the offensive line, and then our, you know, I mean, just just shoving it down our throats, and then all of a sudden, it stopped. No more running game. Boom. Drop back, pass. And, and I like Trubisky. He's a good guy, but I just Gosh, he he doesn't have it, you know. It's just he doesn't have it. I can't believe we went
1: in
4: to Soldier Field. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, Jack. What he's trying to no. say
3: is Trubisky is the Packers' best player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you saying?
2: I mean, I it, it looked early on like the Bears were going to roll. And by the way, the Packers fans in, on social media were completely melting down. The offense is done. Rodgers is done. Can't do it. And then all of a sudden it all just flipped to uh, Mitchell, I mean, Trubit.
3: And all we had to do was engage and be able to sustain a drive. We can't even do that.
4: I think it was just a matter of time before their head coach, LaFleur, and their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, figured out what the hell was going on here. And then that made the difference. That made the Uh difference. They figured it out, and they had an answer. After they figured it out, They've, they had an answer. 312
2: Just want to roll through some calls. Lucas, what's going on, man? Go ahead.
7: Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi, um, I, was at, I was at the game tonight, and Trubisky looked like Chad Hutchinson, Shane Matthews, and Kate McDowell all rolled into one.
2: Henry Burr's, um, too? It's
7: true. And, and yeah, you could throw him in there. And it wasn't good. And it was embarrassing. And if you don't think Vic Fangio is licking his chops for next week already, you got something coming. And you know what? We got a tough schedule. We got a first place schedule, and we're going to play like a last place team. And you know, I, I maybe I'm overreacting. It's week one, but you know what? We looked very poor. And I'm going to let you guys answer. And thanks for the time.
4: Well, well Lucas, you're, you're. It's not overreacting. What you're doing is you're reacting to what you saw at this level, at this time. You know, it's not like we just put 53 guys together this year. They've been playing together for a few years. I mean, they're at Hallis Hall every day working out, playing, doing whatever have you. And so that's what we're talking about. What happened? What you get is what you saw. There's no mysteries here in this game. There's nobody going to come in and and put a jet on their backside and figure out a way to run the 100-yard dash in one second. It's not going to happen. Field's 53 yards long, 100 yards, I mean wide, 100 yards long with two things called end zone, which we don't know what the hell that means, by the way. So it's not a mystery. What you saw is real. Is real what you saw today? Hampo, we will see you
2: on Sunday night. Oh, not this Sunday, of course. The Bears uh, have already played this week, but a week from Sunday. Denver, it's a 325 kick. Our postgame will be on app till 9 o'clock after the ball game. So,
3: All I'm saying is the so-called coach of the year, and I kept saying he wasn't even the best te- coach on our team. Vic Fangio was. We'll find out if indeed he really is something special because you got to find a way to get a,
4: get out of this hole. Quickly. We didn't win on offense last year, guys, okay? We won on defense last year. We won 12 games on defense. Let's be realistic about this. OB sticking around for a second here. Quick timeout news at the top, 720 WGN.